We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You are listening to KC Sports Network, proudly presented by Emprise Bank, your partner in Possible. Coming up, the latest episode of 21 Questions, a subscribe-provided Q&A show that's proudly presented by McAdoodles, your one-stop shop for beer, wine, and spirits, now in Kansas City. Don't forget to hit that follow button so you don't miss anything from the highest-ranked Chiefs podcast network of 2022. And now, the latest episode of 21 Questions. What's going on, Chiefs Kingdom? Welcome to 21 Questions. I'm BJ Kissel, joined by my pals, Mr. Mike DeVito and Mr. Tucker Franklin. Mike, how are we doing tonight? BJ, doing great, brother. Thank you guys for having me on. How are you guys doing? Doing well. I'm so ready for this game. I got sick of talking about the Chiefs Bengals, and I'm already sick of talking about Chiefs Eagles. I just mm. need the game to be here. Yeah, That's no, enough. I'm totally with you. This this week, this is what this time of this week is tough because it's just like, all right, let's get to it. You know, they're, they're tr- media trying to drum up storylines and trying to come up with new angles, and it just gets ridiculous. It's like, all right, let's go, let's go now. <laughs> Tucker, how are we doing tonight? Good man, Ed. I'm excited to be live uh, for this 21 questions uh, sponsored by Macadoodles. Got to give a shout out to Macadoodles as always. Great place to find any wine, liquor, spirits. Anything you need, go check out MacDoodles and Lee Summit. There's going to be more uh, locations popping up all over the place in Kansas City, so make sure you are uh, are, are, are staying tuned with those guys. But it's super excited to be talking with Mike. There, we got a lot of questions from the Discord. We'll be taking questions live, uh, but we got a lot of it. questions from Mike. I love it. Let's rock. Yes, this is our favorite show because we get to talk about the things that you want us to talk about. And I already got the Misto D. You're all in hoodies. Must not be in Arizona. You are exactly correct. <laughs> We're in the friendly confines of the snowy Kansas City uh, right now. Like I said, we appreciate it. Tucker mentioned Macadoodles off the top. Love our partnership with them and already talked with them next week or last week. And then when the Chiefs win the Super Bowl, we're going to go do another live show over in Lee Summit with the Macadoodles over there. So that will be a good time. But yeah, like they said, if you're watching on YouTube or on Twitter, wherever you're watching us, please shoot us those questions and let us know. We've got some from our Discord and our subscribers to the KCSN Substack and then anybody watching live, go ahead and shoot us those questions or comments. We'll react to them. We're going to have some fun over the next 35 minutes or so. Tucker, why don't you get us started with some of the questions from the Discord? I got, I, so I put out on the Discord that Mike was joining us. Lots of lots of, uh, of people will have questions for Mike. This is the first one. This is from Zach Oracle, Metamagorkin. He said, what's the key to getting past someone as goaded as Jason Kelsey? 
Yeah, it's so difficult because Kelsey is one of those rare offensive linemen that has both athleticism and power. And what I, what I saw when I watched film on the Eagles is it's not just Kels, but their combination blocks up front. I mean, they just look good. And this seems to be something that teams have gotten away from uh, because everything is so much pass and then you have zone runs. And you're not seeing as much of the sort of double-team downhill stuff. What I see from Philly is they can really do that, and Kels is able to do that well up front. Um, you know, as a former defensive lineman, I used to really enjoy playing on the nose and on a, you know head up on the nose or in a one shade because usually the center is a mismatch, right? It's normally a smaller guy. It's normally a guy you can get under. Uh, they have to snap the football, so you, you're already attacking a hand that's going backwards. Uh, so I always liked playing against the center, but there was a few that were very difficult. And I actually had a chance to play against Kels. Uh, what was it? 2000. Uh, when did we play out there? He was on the team in 2013, I believe. And we, he was their starting center when we played out there, uh, in Philly. Um, and he's a, he's a heck of a player. I mean, he's one of those guys too, that has a lot of grit. He's not gonna, he's not a guy that you can just, you know, put it to him a couple of times and he's going to pack it in. I mean, he's going to keep fighting the whole game. So I think the key with Kels is you have to be consistent. You just you have to be consistently on your game in the pass rush. Have a game plan. Have a, a, a you know a first move out the gate and then a counter ready because he's got great sets. I mean he's just an all around. There's a reason he's an all pro. Um, and so with those guys, it's got to come down to the mental game. You have to be able to outsmart them, be able to play that chess match, and be one or two steps ahead mentally. Mike, I think I know the answer to this question, but. Did you talk a lot of trash when you were on the field? Did you did it turn for you? Because you're such like a nice guy. We're talking to you after games in the locker room. And you were you immediately just went back to I'm just a nice guy. I'm just here to contribute. I'm just gonna <laughs> do my thing. I was like, I saw you in the trenches with a bunch of grown men doing things that very few people in the world understand the mental of what it takes to be in those moments and in those in the trenches in that kind of way. Did you talk a lot? Uh BJ, I no, brother. I used to get so tired. So I would try. Now, I was 300. I mean, look, can this, it's still there. Look at this. I mean, it's just, I had so, I was so heavy. And, and we've, I've talked about this so much on our show, but like the game has changed so much. And when I, when I got into the league, you know, I could be 320 pounds and not have to move too far, right? It's like just take on double teams, take on scoop blocks. And, and so that's what I got good at doing. Uh, but I didn't have a lot of uh, um, gas in the tank, I guess. I, every few plays, I was tapping, like, come get me. So from the day, I didn't have the energy to talk trash. I was like, I need to get, I need to get my breath, you know? That's Mike, I'm curious. I'm curious, too, because this is a question coming from me. This isn't, this isn't a question from any, anywhere else. At the start of a game, you know how I, I saw someone get, I think it was George Karloftis got answered, asked this question during media days, but I want to get your opinion on it. As a guy who is, you know, a, a run defender, do you kind of have like a script, much like the offense has a script of like kind of what moves you're going to do, kind of uh, what you're going to do? Is it all just reacting in the moment? Yeah. So you're you're talking about in a pass rush situation or yeah. just or oh yeah. So yeah, that was key for me because I didn't have the athletic ability to just get off the football and be able to, uh, you know, react on the on the fly. Right. Yeah. So I would I would always go to the line with one, with two moves in, in mind. Right. So it'd be like, OK, on this one, I'm going to try a chop rip. And if it gets stuck, I'm going to try to hump, you know, I'm going to try to hump around to the other side. Um, 
a lot of times everything just ended up being a pull rush with me because it's like, <laughs> all right, that didn't work, just pull rush. <laughs> you know, close the pocket. Yeah. But the, yeah, that was key. But I know there are other players that that kind of stuff slows them down, right? So like hmm. Dontari Poe was a guy who um, didn't want to think, he didn't want that information, right? I would tell him, oh yeah, hit this guy with this and that, or make sure you're over here. And he's like, I don't want to, I don't want to hear that. Like I just need to line up and react. That's where I'm at my best. So it's all, you know, I guess it's all depending on the player, but I, I needed a plan, a plan, especially in the pass rush because it just wasn't my specialty. Yeah. That, yeah. Makes sense. This, this show is going to go off the rails, Mike, because I have all of these stories and all these things that I want to bring up about that. But I love it. I was having a conversation uh, while producing a segment inside, inside of, hold on a second, guy. <laughs> Say hi. I've, I've done, how, Anybody I, on the last I told you this is going to happen. So. Yeah. What is that? Uh, uh, Captain America? It is Captain America. It's my son's costume and my my daughter has got on <laughs> all right you go down and say hi to mommy but i knew that was going to happen Tyler. i told you she was going to hold it here your she kids are it. so much better behave my kids come and cuss me out they're like what the <laughs> hell get off like, we need food man get off I, hey. full disclosure i'm pretty open pro- i'm just glad she was wearing clothes <laughs> 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 we, we, were in a, we were interviewing stone street the other day and my son came right here and like i'm nervous right because i'm trying to like navigate the interview and it's freaking stone street so it's like and he's like right there and he's cussing me out because he's hungry and i'd forgotten to feed him he's cussing at me i'm like please please just leave please i'll get it done. <laughs> that's, that's funny we uh no i was going to talk to you about that because one of the players that and i was referencing this and i don't want to tease it because we haven't announced yet mike for your show that's coming out tomorrow night mm-hmm. the special segment inside of it but Ooh, the two people that were on it we were having a conversation and i brought up uh, having a conversation during training camp. It was between when we were recording and I was producing it, but we had a conversation about Tomba because Tomba told me we had, it was a production meeting for a preseason. We ended up spending like 30 minutes talking about this one thing where he was saying how throughout a game, he would use certain moves and pressure points and hit guys in certain ways and hit, or hit tackles in certain spots for an entire game with moves that weren't working at the time. So he literally set it up so in the fourth quarter, he would hit him in another spot, and because of the combination, like their whole body would go limp, and he would run through and make a play. And he's mentally thinking through that throughout the game of setting something up, knowing it's not working in the moment, like I'm going to keep hitting it here. So in the crunch time, in a huge moment, I'm going to be able to make a play. And that level of like chess match stuff fascinates me. Do you guys know uh, Magnus Carlson? He's He's the number one chess player in the world. And they just talk about how he he's like impossible to beat because he's 5,000 steps ahead of everybody. He's got the whole game played out already in his head. That I, was Tomba. But, and here's what makes Tomba so deadly is Tomba has what Chris Jones has or what Frank Clark has, Justin Hughes has, where he has all the physical ability. He is incredibly explosive. He's, I mean, he's a mixed martial artist. He's got great hand techniques. But what you said, when you couple – all those, you know, physical sort of tangible attributes with the mental game that Tomba would play. I mean, he was the Magna Magnus Carlson of pass rush. Yeah. I mean, he just was five steps ahead. And you would see these offensive tackles and they would just put their hands up because it's just like I don't like I don't know what to do. I just don't know what to do. I remember I even remember this when I was in New York. We had to Brickashaw Ferguson, who will be a Hall of Fame left tackle, and he was like, I cannot stand playing against Tom Holly. I can't 
stand it. He is just the worst guy all year. Whenever we have to deal with him, it's awful. And I remember that from being in New York. So, wow. yeah, Tom is a special dude. Yeah, I... When you said Magnus, I thought you were talking about the power lifter. So that's why I was like, yeah, because I know you've got the history of like power lifting in your family. I was like, we're talking world's strongest man. <laughs> Magnus, like whatever that guy's like. I was trying like, to be that guy. The giant balls, like move him over. I was like, you've got a history <laughs> uh, with power lifting. Was it your dad was like a power lifter? What was my the connect? My dad was a professional, yeah, professional power lifter, professional wow. bodybuilder. Uh, but yeah. here's the difference in the NFL. If you're the if you're the professional bodybuilder, you'll you know be an average you know guy or backup. If you're the Magnus Carlson, if you're the chess master like Tomba, you'll get paid fifty million dollars a year. So <laughs> I chose the wrong profession. I chose the wrong uh, uh, philosophy. Yeah, the, we got a more more questions about the defensive side of the ball and kind of this matchup too for you here, Mike. Uh, this comes from Craig. Craig Stout. I, I want to ask oh, you a question here. Craig. Our guy, he says, how would Mike defend the read option as a defensive end in this scheme? Yeah, it's hard as a defensive end. It's all gonna, so the defensive end is at the sort of critical junction there, and it's all going to depend on how the defense is designed, right? So what, I, what was – and I'm not, I should be more familiar with the Eagles than I am. What was when we were playing the the read option stuff and the zone read stuff when I was there, it had just gotten into the league, and you always had a tell because it came out of certain formations, whether it be a pistol set or a near gun or something. And it was always like, okay, this is that this is that crap. Everybody sort of settle down. <laughs> um, nowadays, it's become so part of everybody's routine that you can't just hone in on it. What? What was key for I want remember one thing when you're playing those types of offenses with your zone read, read read option whatever it is you don't want to chase things right and so yeah. as a three technique if I would get like a uh, a hard those moving double teams so scoop blocks um, normally my reaction was to get on that guard and stay with him and ride that thing down as flat as I could because I didn't want that guard to get up to the linebacker on the zone read read option stuff. They, are, they want you to do that because they want to wash you down so that they have this wide open at these wide open edges. Um, uh, and so you we would have to what we would do is when we would get those um, uh, formation tells, everybody would really just go straight ahead. It was like don't don't trust your normal instinct of chasing guys. just go just go straight ahead. And so um, that was how we changed it up. Now again, it comes out of all kinds of different personnel groups now. And so, you know, it's hard for those guys. But um, I think there are going to be defensive calls that are specific to, you know, that are going to have built-in mechanisms to deal with that, you know, the zone read and the read option stuff. You tell Chris Jones he didn't have to read anything. He just get upfield. I just hear the Leroy Jenkins well, and the guy just going forward. Well, that's exactly right. I mean, <laughs> and think about Dontari. I mean, that's what Poe, same thing. That's what Poe used to do. And I think one of the best games Poe had in his career was against Kelsey and the Eagles. I remember he got a uh, he got a game ball for that game because he was just he just a hundred miles an hour up the field. And that's all Chris has to do. I mean, Chris, what makes Chris so special is he's like seven foot ten. The dude's gigantic, but he plays two inches from the ground. When you have a guy like that, the leverage they can generate it just there's it doesn't matter who you are, you cannot stop it. Um, and so, yeah, I agree with you. The best game plan for Chris Jones is just a hundred miles an hour upfield. You're listening to the fastest-growing sports media network in Kansas City, KC Sports Network.
We'll be back right after this. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Entertain, educate, inform. KC Sports Network. Tuck, I'm going to bring in a question from YouTube. This one's from John Johnson right here. Uh, do you think our offensive line got a good test through the season to prepare for the Eagles' defensive line? Tuck, do you want to take this one? Yeah, I do think they saw some pretty good defensive fronts uh, this season when you just talk about even coming off of the Bengals. The Bengals had a really good offensive front that they handled really well. Uh, Andrew Wiley had a good game against uh, Sam Hubbard and and a Trey Hendrickson, I know Trey Hendrickson caused, uh, have, has really caused the Chiefs fits ever since he was back with the Saints. When they played him with the Saints, they caused him a lot of fits. So um, I, I do think the Chiefs have seen some pretty darn good pass rushers. And if you know their their division, their division stacked up on some pretty good pass rushers. So this isn't going to be uh, out of the ordinary for the Chiefs offensive line to see some, some elite level pass rushers. And even on the interior offensive line, you look at the guys that they have on the interior, they got... They said Indomitian and Sue. And they they've added a bunch of guys in the midseason after Jordan Davis got hurt. Um, and Jordan Davis is a dude who is going to be probably a world crusher too. So uh, they've got a good defensive front. But I do think that this is going to be nothing out of the ordinary for the Chiefs because if you look at their schedule up and down, they've had to face good pass rushers all season. Mm. I concur. Yeah. No. No. I agree with you. I mean, you know what's nice about this game? This really is your two best teams in the NFL. Like, nobody snuck through. Nobody got a lucky win. It's not like you're playing number three or number four. These are the two best teams. It seems like, yeah. you know, you talk about the defensive line, but it seems like every level, uh, everybody's well-matched. Like, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be fun. There's no, like, lopsided, oh, they, they have an advantage here. Uh, I think the one lopsided thing would be if, if Mahomes was totally healthy, now I think you got a you got a real issue. But with Mahomes being his ankle, I think things are really even. And so – uh, but that's going to be a fun matchup to watch as those big guys up front. Absolutely. Um, Mike, got another question for you because this – no no surprise, this uh, this game is very centered around the run game, right? Yeah. I think the Eagles are a very run-heavy team. Uh, but before I ask you this question, Mike, this is a professional tease. 
I got to tell you about our friends at DraftKings Sportsbook. And are you ready for the biggest Sunday in sports? DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the Super Bowl 57, has all the Super Bowl action you need. New customers can bet just $5 and get 200 in bonus bets instantly. Plus, all customers can get in on the Super Bowl 57 excitement with DraftKings Happy Hour Super Boost. I've been taking advantage of these. You should go, go check it out right now at the DraftKings Sportsbook app every day between 5 and 8 p.m. Central Time to see what prop bet will be boosted. Actually, looking at the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now, uh, you can opt in and either team for either team to score 30-plus points in Super Bowl 57 boosted to plus 100. That expires at 9 p.m. Eastern Time, 8 p.m. Central Time if you're watching live. If you're listening to this after the fact, you're probably not going to get in on that. But here's what you got to do. you got to download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code KCSN. New customers can bet $5 on Super Bowl 57 and get 200 in bonus bets back instantly. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code KCSN. Minimum age and eligibility of strict supply. See the show notes for details. All right, Mike, here's the big question. Arizona-bound Mike wants to ask you, he says, Big Mike, love what you bring to KCSN. How did you prepare for a team that you knew wanted to be run first? Oh, that's a great question. Uh, before we get that, Tucker, you are incredible at reading those. Uh, I've done it a lot. That's all it is. Bro, I've just done it a lot. That's I, I am so bad that we had to cut mine out so that you could do it. Like We have to edit the show so that you can read it because I suck so bad. I was like, damn, he's freaking still going. Um <laughs> He's so happy they gave that compliment. Oh, and so he's beaming right now. Because I gave him such a hard time because he'd do a 60 second read and it would take like two and a half minutes. Tucker, yeah. <laughs> get to the point, man. Get back to the content. I'd be chopping it up like this and then I'd have to do a read and I'd be like, and thank you to DraftKings. <laughs> um, how did I prepare for a team who loves to run the ball? That was my that was my favorite game to get ready for because that was my entire career was playing the run. Um, so I would make sure Monday I would get in there, and what I would do is I would hop on that Exos program. I don't know if they even still use Exos or whatever they use, but... They don't have those rooms anymore, buddy. They don't They're have on iPads. Rooms. They're all they on iPads. They put into offices. Yeah, that would screw me up. That would screw me up. I need that TV. The iPad's hard to... The iPad was hard to sort things. So, like, I would go to... Okay, top personnel. Okay, their top personnel is 21 personnel. Okay, out of this, you know, in near eye... They've run 10 powers. They've run, uh, you know, five bosses. They've, and I would just memorize all of their runs. And then what I would do is test myself. So Wednesday, we'd have nine on seven to start the sort of heavy practice, so the, our run drill. And I would line up and look at backfield sets. And I wanted to make sure that I was so tuned in by, to their offensive run game by the time we got to Wednesday that I could call out the runs to the other guys based off of what I've seen in the backfield sets. Um, and so I love that. The reason why I had to come home and couldn't play anymore is because nobody runs the friggin' football. Um, so, like, <laughs> this this is like I see Philly playing, and I'm like, man, I'm licking my chum thinking this would be a fun game to play in. Um, uh, but, yeah, no, but that's – I mean, my biggest thing was study. Again, even in the run game, I didn't have a ton of – athletic ability i wasn't wouldn't have any sort of advantage in that in that respect i was stronger than the guys i was playing against and i if i was smarter I could put myself in the better position um i could win those those blocks all day and i mean we would test all the different box constantly and uh so whether it be a double team tray box scoop whatever it is the sort of whatever they call them um 
gosh, I, I love that. I love, I miss that. I miss that stuff. Uh, that was the one thing stopping the run is sort of the one thing I could look at in my life and said, yeah, no, I was, I was superb at that. Like I haven't done anything else. Well, <laughs> like if that, I friggin' figured that out. <laughs> this has been your mindset from the beginning. Cause I know you and I have joked about this before. I will never forget going up to you after the game at Denver. And I think you got your second or third sack of the year. And it was like a career high. And I was like, Hey man, like you have, a, I asked you a question. I was like, yeah, your career high in sacks. He's like, don't promote that man. It's like three sacks. <laughs> it was two at the time. Oh, I got one more. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, let's talk about that. Yeah, oh, man. And it, but, but and it's so hard. It's it's just so incredibly hard to get sacks in the NFL. It is. It, yeah. You're mm -hmm. but you, you have to have incredibly, you know, you can get lucky, which is why I, you know my last year the seas would just part and I was back there. I mean, it was just it was a nice way to end my career. Uh, but you have to be so fast twitch. You have to be able to stop on the bomb and react because the offensive lineman isn't going to give you the first move. And my, I was, I could generate force going upfield, right? So first burst out of my stance, boom, I could do that all day. But the second I had to stop and switch or stop and go back outside, I just couldn't generate that second, you know, the explosiveness to be successful on the second move. I just didn't have that. My favorite was your uh, sack. I think, BJ, you're talking about the sack in Denver against Brock Osweiler. Hit him with the dab at the end of it. I know you... It was oh, it was historic dad. Like there's nobody within like ten yards of you, and like just right on camera, right in the center of the field. But oh, beautiful! Year. I was going up to Justin Houston in practice. I'm like, hey, if I get a sack, what am I doing for a dance? And he's like, do this. <laughs> you got it. You got it. <laughs> That's off. Awesome. Justin Houston talks. You listen. That's um, it. All right. So there's a lot of questions about about the run game, but I, I, let's get to something a little less serious, Mike. Okay. Bruce in the Ford, he asked, what would Mike's choice of seltzer flavor be to chug? Ooh, I wouldn't, I, I, I'm Italian, so I'm a big seltzer guy. I don't know if I can shout out what I'm drinking on here right now. Love seltzer. Everything, just seltzer all the time. Um, Wait, wait, are you talking about those hard seltzer things that you drink on TikTok? Yeah, I think that's, I think that is what you know those things. Oh, that's what I talked about. This yeah. is actual seltzer. Right. Uh, you're drinking, are you drinking uh, the P word? Yes, the P word. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 You're, you're, you're fine Italian seltzer uh -huh. water. Um, those hard seltzers look terrible. I just, they're not I good. Know. I don't know how you do it. Maybe like a Jolly Rancher flavored one. Like I'd need something real sweet. What did you, you did one one time. Damn. You rated it high too. You did one one time. Like, yeah, I could see that. The flavor, it was like a lemon. It was like a lemonade or a tea or something like that. And I was like, mm. oh, maybe I could, I could go with that. I maybe. do like. So there's like a soda pack. I think Bud Light did like a soda pack, um, mm. and they had like a lemon lime one. And it tastes just like Sprite. And I think that's why I liked it so much. Is it tasted like a soda, not like a seltzer? I remember agreeing with you because I watched those videos. Like, yeah, no, I'm. I probably would like that one, but. That's just, it just seems, I mean, I don't, I'm not a big, like, I don't really drink alcohol, but I just seem like if I was gonna, I would choose like a Corona or something. I would never, yeah. I would never choose a seltzer thing. The Corona Lemonada seltzers, which are hard to find, are actually not bad. Really? It's like strawberry lemonade ones. They're not bad. I'm not a huge seltzer guy, but. Uh, is it, are they sugar? Like, are they adding sugar to these drinks or is it just a flavor, flavoring? I. I should know. I don't pay any attention, man. I just drink it. Like, Some are. It tastes good. I drink. I'm at the point in my life. I don't really care. Yeah. Whatever. Like what it looks like. Ask Tucker. We were in Vegas, and I ordered a drink, and it was like bright pink, and I was like, you know what? I don't care. It tastes. Good. <laughs> that's right. I don't, that's right. Who am I trying to impress? That's right. I'm up for anything. I'm with you. 
like a hibiscus um, margarita, I think that's what it was. <laughs> that, that, sounds I know it, that sounds good. I didn't know it was going to be pink, and then I looked at the menu, and there's like gigantic picture of it. <laughs> <laughs> I should have like, known this that. This false advert. No, wait. Actually, it is. It's <laughs> <laughs> right there. All right. I got a, another another question. This is from Rugby Fox here. Who is the most likely unsung hero for on Sunday for the Chiefs offense and the defense? Get both of your picks. Unsung. Hero. I will go. I'll go real fast because I think Jarek McKinnon. I don't know how unsung he is at this point, but uh, between the pass rush, that you connect the dots of getting rid of the ball quickly, now uh, Andy Reid's ability to put together a game plan that uh, gets the defensive lineman thinking horizontal, and Mike can probably speak to that too. He's so good with you can't block him, you can't just line up a tight end and chip him all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, at least get him thinking horizontal, left to right, and make him, I guess, make that indecision. Uh, be a benefit for you to give you a little bit more time for something to develop. You know, the ball is going to be out quick. Travis Kelsey is going to get a lot of attention. Right. Those Texas routes, shoot routes, those kinds of things out of the backfield. McKinnon's been so deadly with that. If there's an area of the Eagles team that you want to attack, it's the second level. We've talked about right. that throughout the week. It's the linebackers, Andy Reed, pre-snap motion. He moves, he window dresses an inside zone better than anybody that you'll see with everything going on. Uh, and then defensively, I want to say the safeties. Uh, I think there's going to be, we know there's going to be a handful of shots down the field to Devonta Smith. They're going to take shots to him. Uh, but this defense has played its best when Justin Reed and Juan Thornhill are tackling well, and they're coming up and making plays, and especially with the zone read, the running game stuff that uh, the Eagles love to do, whether they drop a guy down in the box or sit in a too high, mix it up, whatever they do. Safety's got to tackle in this game, and I think another opportunity for Juan Thornhill to go and make a play. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. You know, it's it's hard, but you said it because it's like this team is full of all-stars. Like, unsung is kind of hard to use as a descriptor for any of these guys. Uh, how about Saunders on the defensive line? I mean, I think yeah. given the run game, I think uh, I could see him putting in a lot of work that might not get him the stats, but being key in stopping that run by playing his technique. Uh, he's like he's your run stopping guy now, and he he's so explosive. He can you know he can do all the stuff in the pass rush game, but he is a great run defender. Um, so I'm looking at him to sort of play a big role. And again, those guys don't get a ton of, uh, you know, he ain't gonna get a ton of stats probably because especially with those guys he has behind him flying downhill 100 miles an hour. Um, but if he plays those run techniques well, if he's if he's in there and and really clogging up that line, that'll be that'll be huge. And he's gonna be right up there on Kells. So. Um, and then, um, what that means to catch a touchdown. Oh yeah, that'd be nice. Um, why I'm blanking on the right tackle's name? Andrew Wiley. Wiley. Yeah, I want to see Wiley because yeah, you know, the, the other four guys you expect them. I mean, they're, they're all they're you know all pros and pro bowlers and stuff like that. You expect them to do what they do. Wiley, he's the sort of he's certainly a good player. I'm not saying he's a bad player, but if you're going to say this is the guy on the line that we're going to go after, it's him. So can he hold up to the pressure? of being a very good player, but not as good as the other four guys, which means he's going to be at the target of the defense. Like, hey, we got to take advantage of, if we're going to get a pass rush, let's get it on this side. So let's see if he holds up well. I think he will. That's who I was going to go with was Andrew Wiley. And I think Nate Taylor brought this up. I can't remember if it was this week or last week's episode, but he basically was saying like, hey, they they brought a lot of chip help. Andrew, Orlando Brown had some some chip help. So they had to kind of leave Andrew Wiley all in his lonesome with uh, Sam Hubbard. And he... (laughs) Did very well um, uh, uh, on that against against Hubbard, and yeah. he, got, he got flagged for that uh, for taunting. 
But like, taunt. Do it. I, do, I, mean, I take the flag. If, if you're dominating that guy, you got to let him know every now and again. Um, take the damn. So I was, yeah. I, I think we might look down back at that penalty if the result of that game was a little bit different. But I think now that the result of the game came out the way it did, I do like Andrew Wiley a lot in that circumstance. And I, another guy on the offensive side of the ball. Maybe yeah. Clyde. Maybe Clyde is a guy who comes in and, you know, we don't. Ex- I don't expect him. Uh, me personally, I don't expect him to come in and have a huge role. Maybe uh, a minimal role, but uh, maybe see a little bit more routes than maybe what a Ronald Jones would see. Uh, but maybe he can come in and be like, oh, you know, you guys forgot about me. That could be a, a fun little thing. Let me ask you, what, and maybe this is just me focusing so much on the defense, but why did he fall out of favor? Was it injuries or was it his actual play? Or... He had a high ankle sprain. Yeah. Oh, okay. So he just... And then Pistachio just took over. I mean, he's just killing it. Yeah. Okay. He, I mean, that dude's he's good, man. He runs angry. He does everything you want to in running back. And yeah, he's tough. He's tough. Seth Kaiser and I were what? talking about just has a, his evolution from week one. Even uh, you, mm. you see his vision evolve from week one all the way to now. It's it's been great. It's been great. Um, defensive side of the ball, I think linebackers are gonna have to be big in this game, especially we talk about a run heavy attack linebackers both sides. That's a Matty answer, I know. Mm. Uh Matty Lane answer, but with the whole group. Last Shout out one. Matty Lane. I got one back for you, Tuck. We're gonna bring a couple questions in here. Uh back to back from Darren. We're gonna do rapid fire questions now. Yeah. Uh, we'll just do one one person per answer, uh, as we got about ten minutes here left on the show. But this question is from Darren Schurer. Only one unit can play elite: the safeties or the linebackers. Tuck, who you choose? Let's I think the Chiefs. Oh yeah, I think linebackers because with the run game, I think the linebackers are more important in the run game. The safeties, the, yeah, linebackers. All right, we got another one from Darren. Back to back. How many times will Philly go for it on fourth down? Over under three and a half. Mike, I would I would say under three and a half. Uh, but I, I wouldn't be surprised if you see it. But geez, three and three and a half. I mean, if you say four four times going for it on fourth down, that seems like a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot of fourth and shorts is what I think. Yeah, yeah. I, I like to think positive and that they're going to be fourth and longs and they're not going to want to go for yeah, it. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Yeah, that's good. Positive I, thinking here. You're listening to the fastest growing sports media network in Kansas City, KC Sports Network. We'll be back right after this. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about, but why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, the trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. 
Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. Entertain. Educate. Inform. KC Sports Network. I got a rapid-fire question for you, BJ. Is yeah. it implausible? Implausible. Is it implausible that we win by two scores like I'm thinking we will? This is from no. Uh, Carinder. No, I don't think. the Some of the advanced analytics, I tweeted out a thread. Uh, actually, let me go see if I can find it real quick and give uh, this gentleman some credit. Uh, some sharp Clark NFL. Uh, not familiar with his work until this, so I read it on the internet. So I'm assuming that this information is correct based on who he's following and some of the information. But uh, he's basically saying that he thinks the Chiefs should be favored and there's a lot of advanced numbers. When you take a closer look at some of the peripheral stats that we're looking at, that there's some more uh, information here that's important. Um the jargon isn't going to make sense if I read it off. But long story short, uh, the it's the amount of pressures that lead to sacks um, are what Philly's really good at. But they've never faced a quarterback uh, with all of those pressures and sacks who can get out of things like Patrick Mahomes. And it goes mm-hmm. on to say a lot of Philly sacks were against poor offensive lines, poor quarterbacks in situations in which the percentage chance of winning for the Eagles or for the team that had the ball was less than 40%. I believe. So it's like they're up, the opposing team is down by two scores. It's already a bad offensive line or a struggling offensive line and a quarterback who's not real mobile. But that's where a lot of the sacks from Philly, not to say those guys aren't good, right. but just to say that they haven't faced Patrick Mahomes. And I talked about it with Trevor Sikma from Pro Football Focus all year. It was our favorite thing uh, to talk about. Or my favorite thing to discuss with him was that Patrick Mahomes was pressured among the five most quarterbacks in the NFL but he was sacked among the five least amount in the NFL. And it's just his ability to understand a, where the pressure is coming from, where his protection is. And if he's going to escape the pocket, we think it's just crazy creative playing, which it is to a lot of extent, to a big extent, but he also understands where he's going, what he's doing, where the pressure is coming from, where the protection and all of that kind of stuff. And so um, for those reasons, and a lot of this type of information coming out, regarding the strength of schedule that Philly has played, the experience the Chiefs have, Andy Reid, Steve Spagnuolo, these guys have been there before. They've played very well, and they've they've had game plans in these moments. They have answers for everything that I wouldn't be te- – I would be a lot more surprised if the Eagles won by a couple scores than if the Chiefs won by a couple of scores. And I do mm-hmm. think that it will be a close game, but I would be utterly shocked if the Chiefs lost by a couple of scores. I really wouldn't be that surprised if the Chiefs ran away with it just because Eagles haven't faced anybody this year, like mm-hmm. what they're going to see with the Chiefs offense. No doubt. Yeah, no I, doubt. Uh, we're, we're still in the rapid-fire mood here. I okay. Was, well, I wasn't sure. I was, like, was kind of like, damn, what are we doing? Should I talk? <laughs> <laughs> Tucker, get this one for Mike. Uh, here you go, Mike. Here's uh, Our friend Charles Goldman wants to know, who's your best guess at defensive line MVP in the Super Bowl? Will it be Chris Jones or Frank Clark? Oh, I would say Chris Jones. I'd say Chris Jones. But, uh, you know, those, you know, Frank Clark, obviously he's on the outside, so he, you think somebody like that is going to have more opportunities to get sacks, yeah. more opportunities to make big plays. But, man, Chris Jones just gets it done from the, you know, inside. I mean, it's just unstoppable. Now, I mean, so Frank's going to, so you got Lane Johnson on one side. He's a hell of a player. Yeah. Who's the other, who's the left tackle? Uh, I have uh, I, I would imagine so. I would imagine you're going to line up 55 on the right, um, and have yeah. him going. Uh, 
Yeah, that's tough. I I don't know. I I can see it going both ways because I just now I'm thinking, you know, Chris has to deal with those guys up front, and clearly they're going to be double a team and triple teaming him up there. Um, but yeah, I'm still going to say Chris. I'll go with Chris. Jordan Matiala. Yeah, I think that's right. how you pronounce He's a good it. Player too. Um, He's good. He is good. Yes. Yeah. Um, he he is very good. They've got. I think they're only. I think they're the only offensive line that has everyone ranked in the top ten of PFF's offensive line grades. PFF so good too. PFF is so good. Like they are on their stuff. So that's awesome. Yeah, that's tough. except when it comes to Patrick Mahomes' grades. They're good at everything except Patrick Mahomes. Oh, they haven't figured out how to. They haven't figured out how to positively grade a quarterback running to his left, running to his right, and throwing opposite hash across the field. Uh, like, that's a bad idea. And then he completes it, and they're like, that's yeah, not a big-time throw or whatever. Yeah, it doesn't match. It doesn't fit the system, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, to be fair, there's a lot of things that he's doing that people have not seen before. Right. Uh, that's so true. that makes sense. Okay, uh, Mike, I got another question for you. Uh, Nick wants to know what your Super Bowl party is going to look like. Oh, Nick, I have three kids, brother. I'm married with three kids. There's two dogs. I don't know if you hear the dogs scratch. I mean, to get the 45 minutes to do this is like you take some miracle. I'm going to be in trouble when I get out of here. Uh, I will be, I don't know, to be honest with you guys, and don't, please don't bother. Like, I, I, well, I can take the criticism, but it's probably going to be on the phone. So as I go around the house and wipe butts and make dinner and clean up, take the dogs outside to crap, I'll have the phone like this. And my wife will be like, you don't pay attention. You never pay attention. Why don't you like, can I have the Super Bowl? Can I just have the Super Bowl? It's the Super Bowl. <laughs> just this one day. Soul. Soul. <laughs> that's it. So that, I'm sorry, Nick. That's uh, Sorry to let you down, but that's probably what my Sunday is going to look like. All right. All right. Uh, well, BJ. Talk, how, many, how many more do we got? I'm going to be doing the same thing. I'll be running around with my kids, and uh, they're going to be complaining that they want to put on Roblox on YouTube or something mm-hmm. that... <laughs> Like, it's the Super Bowl. We're watching the Super Bowl. Right. Where's your iPad? Like, that's what's going to go. Where's the that's iPad? Right. Please. So Saturday night, charging that thing is going to be the most important thing that's that I do right. so I can watch the Super Bowl full. That's right. Oh, that's the post-game show. And you know, yeah, that's what I was going to say. We're going to be here for you after the post-game show. Maybe, uh, we haven't talked about a halftime show, but I, I don't know about you, VJ, but I kind of want to watch Rihanna. Um, so, yeah. What are you Ultimate doing? We're making a decision right now. We are not doing a halftime show. Breaking we are going to enjoy this <laughs> yeah. uh, game. Yeah. Tucker, are you uh, shotgunning those those seltzer beers? And hey, I might. You never put it past me. I I uh, we're just having a few a few people over at the house. Just some family, close friends. Oh, it must be great. You're gonna have a great TV to watch it on, Tuck. That's true. That's true. Shout out to uh, to my to Tara's mother, Phyllis, who said, "I'm coming to your house for the Super Bowl." But you guys, the TV's too small, so she got us a new TV. So shout out, shout out That's to Phyllis. Great. Um, and, what a nice gift. Yeah, it's the best. Uh, she said happy birthday, happy Easter, happy everything. That's uh, a football family. Yeah, yeah, happy everything, yeah. I, have, I will take it. So, yeah, that's all we got for uh, for this edition of 21 Questions. BJ, you want to close it out for us? Sure. No, I appreciate everybody for hanging out with us. We're going to have, uh, what, talk, what do we decide, eight more shows between now and uh, Sunday. Oh, uh, yeah. Games I think so. I've got three shows a day, uh, completely different. I'm really, really, you know, we'll, we'll leave with this tease. Uh, I'm really excited for people to check out one on one, not just because of what Mike and Jeff have, but we've got a special segment inside of their show announcing so cool. a new show and a new thing coming to KC Sports Network that 
Uh, I guarantee Chiefs fans are going to love. I'm excited about it. We've been talking about it for a little while, Mike. Uh, now it's together. I've been talking to our guy uh, multiple times over the last few days, and I'm excited to get it announced. His conversation with a friend of his is phenomenal. I'm gonna something's gonna leak out that I don't it's, want to, so I'm leaving it right there. It's so bittersweet because I know it's gonna be so much better than my show. But like I'm so excited <laughs> to watch it because it's gonna be so awesome. Like I'm so excited. Like, damn, my show sucks now, but I can't wait to see this. <laughs> no, people love your show, man. We see the comments, we get the feedback all the time. And uh one of the best on KC Sports Network. So appreciate everybody for hanging out with us. Like I said, we'll have plenty more content getting you ready. Uh, for Chiefs-Eagles Super Bowl 57, and then we'll have the post-game show after the Super Bowl, hopefully all celebrating, uh, doing our toast game and all that fun stuff. But appreciate that, and appreciate everybody for hanging out, and uh, appreciate Macadoodles for making this show possible. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you next time. Yeah, Chiefs Kingdom. Thanks for listening to KC Sports Network. Don't forget to hit that follow button and leave us a review if you like what you heard and think others would as well. You can find all six of our channels at KCSN. Covering the Chiefs, the Royals, Sporting KC, and the KC Current. Plus KU, K-State, or Mizzou. By searching KCSN wherever you listen to podcasts. We're also on YouTube. Entertain. Educate. Inform. KC Sports Network.